Welcome to the booth with Taylor and Brandon. What's going on, Taylor? What's going on, Brandon? How you doing? doing How you good, doing? Man. I think we I think we got a good show lined up for everybody today. Yes, sir. Special guest, defensive tackle Dominique Davis. Uh, made his first career start uh, against the Browns last week. We'll have him later on in the show in about 30 minutes. So if you're waiting for that, uh, make sure you stay and wait for that. All right, guys, because it's going to be a good one. But first, like always, we talk about college and the college football playoff rankings just came out. Uh, we've got Tennessee, uh, Ohio State, uh, Georgia, and Clemson with Ohio State and – was someone tied? No, that was in the – AP poll. So yeah, ten- AP poll. So Tennessee versus uh, Clemson, Ohio State versus UGA. And then we got for our in the hunt, we have uh, Michigan, Alabama, TCU, and uh, get that image up there in Oregon. And uh, yep. dude, be honest, uh, Clemson should not be there at four. Oh, 100%. Clemson, look, <laughs> I don't, I don't know who was in that room when they were uh, deciding who was going to be in the top four but whoever voted clemson i think should be removed from the panel immediately i think michigan being eight no uh should 100 percent be above clemson i don't understand the likeness of clemson this year i think they've been very uh sketchy they've been very they've underperformed the entire year and to put yeah. them at number four in the college playoff rankings just doesn't seem right to me Especially, I, w- I would take Alabama with a, a one loss over Clemson any day of the week. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I would honestly even take TC over Clemson. And why I say that is because, uh, so Oklahoma's ranked teams this week, or TCU's ranked teams this year that they've beaten is 18 Oklahoma, which I know Oklahoma's kind of fallen off, but they beat them 55 to 24. They beat number 19 Kansas 38 to 31. Number 8 Oklahoma State 43 to 40. Number 17 Kansas State 38 to 28. Uh, the remaining schedule they have, they've got Texas Tech coming up. Uh, should be a pretty easy game for TCU. Uh, but they have 24 Texas. They have a Baylor team and an Iowa State team. But the Baylor team is still a pretty solid team sitting there at 6-2. and two. Uh, And then Mac, Max Dungan is just going off. Uh, you compare that to Clemson, who has the 49th total offense and 19th ranked defense. Uh, and they only average 19 points per game. Uh, they've only beaten Wake Forest, NC State, Syracuse, and um, to be honest, those teams, even though they were ranked, those are the ranked teams, they aren't solid teams. They don't play any more ranked opponents in the remaining of the season, unlike TCU. Um, the ACC is not as talented as the Big 12. I just I just don't see it in Clemson. Uh, DJ's playing well this year. He's got 1,800 yards, 17 touchdowns, four interceptions, and a 69 QBR. But do, do you – I just don't see strength of schedule. Obviously, you can bring up Michigan, like you said. You put Michigan up there, and I agree. Michigan uh, would probably be my four. However, they haven't really played anybody yet either. Um, but just going off Blake Corum and uh, JJ over there, I think that that would be a solid four. Um, where would you put Clemson? Let's play a little thing. Would you put Clemson over Oregon? I can't hear you. You have no audio. Just heads up. I, I do believe that Oregon would beat Clemson 100%. So I would put Oregon above Clemson. Yeah, okay. I would agree. Uh, Oregon's got the fifth total offense this year. Um, they've played harder opponents. Uh, we already said Michigan and Alabama. Alabama plays a tough team in LSU this week. 
Um, and then they got Ole Miss coming up. But I think looking at Clemson, they, them not having that those ranked opponents and that strength of schedule, I just think, like, who's in the ACC? NC State's ranked. I don't – I'm not uh, I think – I think they dropped to I don't think they I think they've lost a few games. Uh and then you also have uh UNC. I know UNC starting to move up now. Yeah. But I think they're ranked number seventeen. I don't know what their schedules really look like, but I know last week I don't think they, they played anybody too tough. So I can't I can't really say there's anybody in the ACC. You know, Clemson when you think of the ACC you think of Clemson. And Clemson is dodgy at best i mean they barely edged out a win against syracuse and then syracuse just lost this past week so syracuse clearly wasn't a top 15 team you know they lost back-to-back games and clemson barely beat them so i mean with that said i just i really cannot understand why clemson would be uh edged in there in the four spot yeah and i like i agree and like i'm a firm believer in tcu now i know earlier in the year me and you were both like, no, we're not firm believers in TCU, and we took Kansas over TCU, and we were both um, completely yeah. wrong. Uh, but since that uh, episode of us trashing TCU, uh, TCU <laughs> has moved up to third in total offense this year, only behind uh, Tennessee and, um, I believe, Alabama. But I just – with Clemson, I just don't see it. They benched their starting quarterback in a big-time game. Uh, we've seen that before in Jalen Hurts and Tua uh, Tugelavoa, but in a national championship game. But this early on yeah. in the season, I know they trust DJ. Um, I think DJ's a decent quarterback, but I don't think that uh, he has the talent uh, to put them over the edge of these Ohio State teams, Tennessee teams, and uh, Georgia. No, I agree. And to be a top four team, you got you have to know who your quarterback is going in at this stage, like this late. You know, this was two weeks ago. They were trying to figure out who who's the starting quarterback. You know, we're going to bench him, and then we're going to start our backup. That's something you do at the beginning of the season. I know a lot of people said that about Michigan at the beginning of the season, but they figured it out early on. And yeah, and they've been rolling ever since. This late into the season, if you still have doubts and questions about your quarterback and his capabilities, you don't belong in the top four. And and that's how I think they they should have accounted for that. Uh, their weak schedule, uh, barely edging out each game that they played. I would have put them at six best. Yeah, I honestly put Clemson. I would if I had to rank them, I'd put Tennessee, Ohio State, uh, then Georgia, then Michigan at four, TCU at five, Bama at six, Oregon at seven, and then Clemson at eight. I know a lot of Clemson fans uh, are not going to like that. But yeah, just, we're going to catch some heat on this one. We're going to catch some heat. <laughs> but uh, what we can take it, I just I just don't see that that Clemson team of old with Trevor Lawrence, Amari Rodgers, uh, Travis Etienne. And, you know, I just don't see that kind of holy crap, it's Clemson kind of team coming out. And yeah, it's the ACC. UNC's got Drake May. They're, UNC's playing pretty good. Uh, NC State's been average at best this year. Wake Forest has been average. Are you going to say Miami? No. Like, no. It's just, you know, it's just Clemson, really, uh, in that ACC. And UNC is making a push. Uh, they're still undefeated themselves, but they don't – UNC doesn't even have the talent uh, to compete with Clemson at the moment and with other big-time programs. So just going off strength of schedule, 
I just don't see Clemson at four personally. No, agreed. And I know people will come for us and say, oh, but, you know, they're undefeated and they're the top of the ACC. But, again, the ACC is weak. The teams you've beat are low teams, you know, who have ever since you beat them have proven to not be top 15 teams. So, all in all, I think by the end of all this, Clemson's not going to be in the top four. I think they lose out to possibly Notre Dame this upcoming weekend. Uh, and then hopefully that drops them. Not hopefully, but, you know, for my personal uh, preference, I hope they get dropped out of the top four because they yeah. definitely do not deserve to be there. Yeah, I'm not a big Notre Dame fan, but I do think that Notre <clears> Dame <throat> could potentially pull off the win. But even if Clemson wins, it's not a big-time win like uh, we're expecting. Uh, just because, you know, Notre Dame's unranked. They're a solid team. They're not a great team. So it's, it just adds the fuel, more fuel to the fire that Clemson's beating decent teams at best. Um, you know, I just, I just don't see it. You know, again, you compare them to Alabama, who's got LSU number 10, right, uh, ranked right now. Uh, and then they got number, um, uh, 11 Ole Miss coming up. And then you got Michigan who's playing, uh, Utah ranked number 14, 23 Oregon state and a six and two Washington team with Michael Penix, uh, Penix Jr. Who's balling out this year. I just, those strength of schedules, I, I would favor them and TCU strength of schedule and talent over Clemson at this at this point in time. But I think I think the top three are correct. I think the top three are correct. Yes. Yeah. I uh, agree. I mean just talking about Ohio State, you got Marvin Harrison uh Jr. who is a Heisman uh potential Heisman uh winner. I don't think he's the favorite, but he he's balling out this year. You've got Tennessee who's got Hendon Hooker who is the Heisman favorite. Uh and then you got Georgia of course uh Stetson Bennett, I don't know if you saw this, uh, went out to eat. This is kind of a side note, um, and I'll get your thoughts on it. Went out to eat, spent $200 and tipped $10. On, uh, apparently, the waitress said he was throwing a fit just because he had to pay, and he was like, you know who I am. I won the national championship. Why do I have to pay kind of kind of stuff? So if he's already got that ego, just imagine. Man, so I'm a firm believer of tipping big whenever you go out. Uh, somewhere to eat, uh, especially if you're going to frequent that place multiple times. I think if you leave a nice tip, uh, it's going to ensure that if you're a regular, you know, you get a slightly higher level of service than a person who's only been there once. And plus, a lot of these servers are trying to make their way through college or they're trying to, you know, save up for something, you know nobody's going to give you a free meal just because you're the quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs and you won a national championship. Okay. Uh, you should one already be getting food, uh, with your scholarship. I'm pretty sure they have like the cafeteria stuff. So go there and eat, you know, you don't need to go out and drop $200 and then only tip $10 just because somebody didn't know who you were or didn't recognize who you were and give you a free meal. They knew who he was, but it, it's that status like let Stetson Bennett listen yeah. this is this is kind of going off on a side note but Stetson Bennett's gonna be selling uh while Anthony Richardson and Will Levis and all these guys are going off to the NFL Stetson Bennett's gonna have 20 car dealerships in Athens Georgia and he's gonna go I can get you a premium deal on that new uh Kia Soul uh come on over to to, to Honda uh, to Stetson Bennett Honda of Athens Georgia uh no. so I don't know who I mean I understand you won national championship, Stetson, but at the end of the day, it's your team that's kind of uplifting you. We saw you against Georgia or Florida, a, a Florida team that had some fight, but uh, a 
Florida team where you threw a pick and uh, struggled heavily in the passing game. And that's what makes me think that uh, Georgia, even though they've been playing well this year, uh, I don't think they're the favorites to win the national championship. They have a solid, they have a great defense. Uh, they have great tight ends in Darnell Washington and Brock Bowers. But can Stetson Bennett somehow pull it off again against a Hinton Hooker or a C.J. Stroud-led team? I just don't see it. So I think I think uh, I think Bennett's going to shine against Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee does not have one of the best defenses out there. They have a stellar offense. Uh, I would argue they probably have the best offense outside of Ohio State. Um, and I, I, I just don't think that their defense is really there. So I think Stenson's going to show up this week and play some really good football against Tennessee. Uh, so, but I do agree that uh, – it's the surrounding pieces that have made Stenson Bennett who he is. And that's the reason why they won the national championship. I don't believe that anybody who wins a national championship deserves a free meal when they go out to eat. That's yeah. just, you know, absurd and asinine to me. I, I don't think anybody should just be given a free meal because they have a, a status about them. You know, if they're a celebrity or they're somebody who's huge in football or something like that, I just don't think that warrants you a free meal. You know, if I have to go out and pay for my meal, everybody else should as well. Uh, that's, yeah. that's my opinion. I think it's a little weird that he would do that. Uh, he never really came off as that type of person to do that, but it's, it's extremely interesting to see what fame does to people. Yeah. And someone's from the comment section said Stetson Bennett's the goat. Oh man, we will see. Okay. Uh, we're gonna is lead. that Stetson in there? Yeah. Is, he, <laughs> is this yeah. a burner account? So no, we're gonna we're gonna lead with that. Go right into our next topic of the Tennessee Georgia game. Uh, this is a heavy hitter, number one versus number three team in the country. Uh, Georgia has the sixth ranked offense and the second ranked defense in the nation. Of course, number one offense is Tennessee, led by Hinton uh, Hooker and Jalen Hyatt, uh, the wide receiver. Um, Give me your thoughts and opinion on this game, uh, and then I'll chime in uh, with mine. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I'm saying, like, each team's going to be putting up, like, 50 points. Uh, I think it's going to be similar to the Tennessee-Alabama game. Uh, I do think that Tennessee's going to edge out on this one. Uh, The biggest key to them winning this game is holding firm on defense. We've seen them put up or let – other teams put up a lot of points on them throughout the season, uh, probably when they shouldn't have. Uh, so I think it's going to really lay heavy on the defense to step up this game. I think uh, Hooker's going to go off also. I don't think that he's going to have a terrible game. Uh, and I, I think uh, with the struggles that Georgia had against Florida, now I'm not saying they like struggled, but you know it was Florida, and at some point in the game it was fairly close considering yeah, Florida is not 28 like – to 20. So. Yeah, so it was a close game. And I think if Florida was able to do that, I can only imagine what Tennessee is going to be able to do this week. Now, we'll say I think that Georgia got a couple calls uh, against that Florida team to help kind of put them over the edge. No oh, bias, absolutely. <laughs> no bias or anything. But uh, they they uh, 100% got some calls their way, and I was like, What? Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I think I think Tennessee edges out Georgia. I think that uh, while Tennessee's defense is not as good as Georgia's defense, um, I think Jalen Hyatt having 907 yards, 14 TDs, and averaging 20 yards a catch, 
They also have Brew McCoy's averaging 15 yards a catch and Hinton Hooker in that team. I think that high-flying offense is just going to be too much for the Georgia defenders, especially their DBs and safeties, to, to hold on to. I don't think Tennessee's running game is great, but I think Hendon Hooker is great. And if I'm an NFL team, even though he's 25, I'm 100% buying in on the Hendon Hooker um, yep. stock right there, uh, especially over Stetson Bennett. And if you ask me who I'm trusting to win a, a big-time game, uh, even though I saw we've seen Stetson – uh, win a big time game before he did have Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis, Trayvon Walker, uh, and company that are all obviously now in the NFL. Uh, I'm going Hendon Hooker every every step of the way. Uh, just comparing the quarterbacks, I just no, I, I agree 100. I mean, if I'm if I'm taking one of those two quarterbacks, I'm taking Hooker all day. Yeah, you would. I mean, you need to call your wife over here saying you take Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting a call here in a minute. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, so I want to like I'm going Tennessee that game. Who you got? I'm taking Tennessee. You're taking Tennessee. So we it's going to be a close one though. Yeah. So we both got Tennessee. Uh the Booth Nation, let us know who you guys got again that game is tomorrow. It's going to be a good game between the Bulldogs and the Volunteers. Uh, we shall see who remains on top. And I think that even if Tennessee loses, they should remain top four. I think they're still a better team than Clemson, regardless of the loss. Yep. Um, so before anyone starts going, oh, if Tennessee loses, then it, they should just drop out of the top four out of the playoffs in general. <clears throat> no, stop it. Stop doing drugs. Put down the drugs, kids. Uh, so Tennessee and Georgia are going to be duking it out. Michigan and Michigan State duked it out yeah, uh, on the way to the locker room. And uh, that was a big-time fight. It was 10 players trying to fight uh, Michigan DB Jaden McBurrows. And uh, uh, Mr. T said, Bulldogs in the chat. Go Volunteers. I'm a Gator fan, but I got to root against the dogs every day of the week. Uh, Michigan State defensive end Jacoby Windman, Brandon Wright, Cornerbacks Justin White, Malcolm Jones, Tank Brown, safety Angelo Gross, Zion Young, and Kerry Crump were all suspended from the Michigan State team for that brawl. Uh, another video had surfaced for that fight with uh, Crump swinging his helmet um, on Jamon Green. And then, again, in the new video, uh, give me your thoughts and opinions on uh, that brawl and should Dana White pay-per-view it. I thought it was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it's a football game. I, we've seen it time and time again throughout this entire season that players just take these losses way too far and take it to the extreme. We've seen it with uh, NFL players, uh, with Devontae uh, Adams pushing down a photographer as he was leaving after him and Renfro collided on the field, pretty much cost them the game. Uh, Players need to take time and realize it's just football. You know, it, it, it runs deep with a lot of these players and fans. I understand that. But at the end of the day, it's just football. Yeah. You know, don't take uh, the rivalry between teams and make it personal because th they're kids just like you trying to make a name for themselves. And now these players that went out there and beat up on this kid, their future in the NFL could have been just cut short. Yeah. just for these actions right there. And who knows if they're going to have any criminal charges pressed against them because that's going to weigh them Harbaugh even more. Said he, would, uh, he hopes that charges are pressed. Yeah, I saw that uh, the 
University of Michigan uh, police, they're still investigating this. So uh, it's as of right now, it's unknown if there's going to be any criminal charges, if anybody's going to get arrested or anything like that. I hope not, because I know that's going to derail a lot of promising careers. I just hope that these players learn from this incident and they better themselves as people and players and set a higher standard for the young kids that are out there watching football and looking up to them as uh, role models and mentors and stuff like that. Cause that's detrimental to somebody that's watching and they're like, Oh, that's my favorite team. And then they see their favorite team beating up eight on one in a hallway, you know, they're either going to be like, man, that sucks. You know, I, I was rooting for them and now I can't, or, you know, now they see it and they're like, yeah, they're going to see it. And they're going to be like, Oh, if they can do it, I can go do it in high school or middle school or whatever. So hopefully the appropriate actions are taken. Um, Hopefully this doesn't happen again. Hopefully they figure out a new system for these games. Cause I think they share a, uh, a tunnel after the game and stuff. Uh, hopefully they figure out already. You got, you got a team that just whooped up on your team and now you're upset and you don't want to see the other team. You don't want to see someone happy when you're, you just lost. So you're going through the tunnel and then, one of their players sneaks in to kind of get ahead to the locker room first. And then it just kind of like, Oh, all right, well, we lost on the field. Let's take it in the, into the uh, um, tunnel here. Now I, I like Mel Tucker as a coach. I think that Michigan state's struggling this year heavily. Um, I don't think it's necessarily because of Mel Tucker, but, and he's doing the right thing by trying to find out who was involved in the fight and kicking them off the team. But do you think that Mel Tucker has lost the locker room up there in Michigan State? Uh, last year they were cont- uh, contenders, potential college football playoff uh, a team, and now they're kind of sitting at rock bottom. And when things get rocky, you know, people start swinging. Do you think Mel Tucker has lost that locker room? I would say no, because uh, this is this seems like an isolated incident. I haven't heard much coming out of Michigan State this uh, season. I think this was just a heated rivalry game. They lost, and then a Michigan player was trying to push his way through to his locker room prematurely because I think it goes uh, – it was supposed to be Michigan State goes, and then once all their players and staff are through, then Michigan comes through and goes to their locker room. And I think he just – he was like, you know, screw that. I'm going back. I need to get in the shower. You know, I'm ready to go, whatever. And he was just trying to make his way through, angered some Michigan State players, and then that ensued. I think it's just an isolated incident. I don't really think it's a um, locker room in shambles type of situation. I think it was just isolated. I think uh, next season they might they might be back, you know, with some more recruiting, um, more time with these players because they were a decent team last season, and then this year just kind of uh, crumbled. But you know, one bad season should not dictate a coach losing control of the locker room. Yeah, I agree. Unlike at Texas A&M, I think that one's yeah, just Jimbo shambles. Fisher's had a couple of seasons, but I think Mel <laughs> yeah. Tucker's a great coach. Uh, he's a great leader of men. Uh, we saw that with the incident of the recruit that passed away that was planning on attending Michigan State. They honored him. Um, with that being said, like I said, I, I think that that fight was, like you said, or like you said, the fight was an isolated incident, and I don't see much of it going on. Hopefully – uh, all issues get resolved. If charges are pressed, hopefully it's done swiftly. Um, yep. However, I like to remind people these are young, dumb kids. A lot of these guys are freshmen. Uh, they're 18 years old, fresh out of high school. Uh, they're maybe coming from a background where, you know, fighting is 
what you do, you know, when you get upset and someone's talking crap, you, you know, hand it on the playground, you hand it on the, the blacktop. So, um, just remind you guys, these, these are our kids and I don't want to see their lives necessarily get ruined. Uh, should they be cut off the team? Yes, a hundred percent, but throwing them in jail, uh, for any misdemeanor or for felony charges, I just, I don't know if I would do that, but yeah, I agree. Um, going into that, let's go into our game. Uh, predictions, young mistakes have real cons- uh, consequences. I do agree, mister. Um, but we all have done stupid stuff when we we're super young and no one was seriously, seriously injured. And so that's why I say like no one was sitting there with a broken arm or whatnot. Now they've got yeah. the team. They've learned their lesson. They understand that they will no longer be playing college football, so they better hit the books um, because college is the only thing they got left. Football career is pretty much over. Agreed. Um, so we'll start out with our game predictions. Uh, before we go into the NFL segment like we always do, we do the top 25 guys if you're new to the channel. Uh, so, Taylor, let's start off with Oregon State versus Washington, both 6-2. and two. Uh, I'm going to go with Washington just for uh... – just for my grandmother, uh, she, she's a Washington fan, so I'm going to go Washington. Grandma got, Roberts, if you're watching. That's all I got for it. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Oregon State, but I think Washington could pull it off. Uh, two solid teams. Michael Penix Jr. is a great quarterback for Washington, but I'm going to go Oregon State. Uh, we got Ohio State versus Northwestern. Ohio State. Ohio State. All right. Ohio State. Uh, I'm going to go Northwestern upset. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, just kidding. Uh, Ohio State by a landslide. Uh, TCU versus Texas Tech. Uh, I got TCU. I'm I'm not going to fall into that trap of going against them anymore. I'm going TCU. All right, I'm going TCU as well. That uh, offense is electric. Uh, we have North Carolina versus Virginia. Uh, UNC, without a doubt. Okay, I um, agree there. Uh, we got number 19, Tulane versus Tulsa. <laughs> I'm, I think Tulane only has one loss, so I'm going Tulane. They've they've shown up this year. Uh, I'm I know we had some uh, we were following their recruits uh, this uh, past off season, and it was fun. And uh, being able to see them actually go out there and make the top twenty five is fun. So I'm I'm going Tulane. Yeah, uh, Tulane's first time in program history being ranked ever. Uh, they're sitting there at seven and one. I'm going to go with Tulane as well. Uh, very <clears throat> solid program they got down there in Louisiana. Um, we got a big one we've already called, Tennessee and Georgia. I think we both went Tennessee. Yep. Uh, so we'll move on to Oregon versus Colorado. Uh, Oregon versus Colorado. Uh, uh, Oregon. Yeah, I'm going Oregon as well. Yep. Then we have uh, 15, Penn State versus Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, I've got Penn State. Uh, they did not. They looked really solid against Ohio State. I know they lost the game, but they they did look really good. Uh, their defense was promising, so I'm going to go Penn State on that one. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to put Penn State on upset alert here. Um, oh, you know Penn State, who's your daddy? It's going to be Indiana this week, so I'm going to go with Indiana. All right. Interesting call there. Yeah. Uh, just to throw a wrench, you know, I don't want to keep agreeing on everything, yeah. so. Uh, Michigan State versus Illinois. Uh, I'm going to go with Illinois. All right, I'm going to go with Illinois as well. Uh, we I've got know. a wrench I'm going to throw in here soon, though. Don't worry. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to go with Illinois as well. Michigan State's, uh, you know, they got some fight in them, but I think uh, Illinois is uh, just a little bit better at fighting. 
We <laughs> <laughs> got uh, Oklahoma State versus Kansas. I have Kansas beating Oklahoma State. All right. Oh, that's the wrench. Back, that's the back wrench. to back losses with Oklahoma State. Kansas has not been a terrible team this year. I think that Kansas might be able to pull that one off. Okay, I agree. Um, I oh, I don't actually agree. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Although I love Kansas's reign um, for the short time it was. I think they're still having a good season for being mm-hmm. Kansas. Um, then we got Syracuse versus Pitt. I'm going to go with Pitt. That's my other wrench. All right. I'm going to go Syracuse there. They have a great defense. Uh, UCF versus Memphis. I'm going to go UCF. All right. I'm going UCF as well. We have Alabama versus LSU. That's going to be a good game. LSU has been stepping it up. Uh, I know I talked a lot of trash about them at the beginning of the season because it was warranted. Uh, It's going to be a close one, but I have Alabama. All right, uh, I'm going to go Bama as well. Um, I have more hate for LSU in my heart than Alabama, so that's just solely the reason why I'm going Alabama. Um, we have Texas versus Kansas State. I'm going to go Texas. That's my next wrench. All right, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Kansas. I'll go Kansas State just to split there. Uh, then we got Clemson versus Notre Dame. Clemson. All right, uh, I'm gonna go Notre Dame because I want Clemson out of the playoff race. I don't think I do they too. Are, they are I think working. Notre Dame's the worst team though. I, they are up and down all around. Yeah. I just I can't figure Notre Dame out. All right, and then we have Michigan versus Rutgers. Michigan. Michigan. Yep. Uh, Utah versus Arizona. Utah. All right, I'm going Utah as well. We have Wake Forest versus NC State, 21 and 22. I'm gonna go NC State on that one. All right, I agree. Oh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go NC State. I think NC State's defense is actually pretty good uh, this year. We have USC uh, Trojans versus California. I'm gonna go USC. Okay, I'm gonna go USC as well. And then we have UCLA versus the Arizona State Sun Devils. I've got UCLA. They're pull, they're balling out, man. Yeah, I agree. Uh, UCLA. Taylor, go ahead and uh, shoot Dominique the link. Um, I'm going to hit him up on Twitter. All right, it is sent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, everybody that is watching, uh, we're going to be moving on to the NFL segment here. uh, And we're going to be bringing on our special guest. So everybody just stick around. Let's see what we got here. Got a couple of people in the chat sending out their predictions on those games. Wake Forest. I think NC State takes that one. USC, UCLA. Aaron took Notre Dame. Yes, sir. Guys, interesting picks in there. We love your picks, and we also want to remind you that. We, again, are live, obviously, on YouTube if you're here with us on YouTube. But we are also on Spotify Podcast. Look up The Booth with Taylor and Brendan on Spotify. And make sure you hit that follow button if you like to listen to us on the go or maybe you miss an episode. Uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify as well. NFL, baby. So while we wait for Dominique Davis, def- uh, he is a defensive tackle. Uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, he went to University of North Carolina at Pembroke. He is UNCP's uh, first NFL player. 
um, to make an uh, NFL roster. He made his debut against the um, Browns last week. Uh, so big ups to him. Purdue, anyone? Nah, Purdue can Purdue can get lost. Uh, he originally signed with the New York Jets as a free agent in 2020, and he played in the USFL where he recorded uh, with the Gamblers, where he recorded 57 tackles, including three and a half sacks, and made his again made his debut with the Browns, two tackles. Um, so we're we're glad to have Dominique Davis on uh, whenever he gets in here. Definitely will appreciate it. Someone said, "Go Browns." He said he's looking for it now. What's going on? Yo, what's going on? How you doing? Doing good, man. How you doing today? Good, man. This is actually, really just got back in the crib, so. Uh, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Like, uh, interview, the interview started. Uh, whenever you're ready, man. Oh, bit. All right, hold on. Give me one second. I'm about to put these keys down. I got you, man. There we go. I think I got the audio fixed here. Yeah, you sound a lot better, Taylor. All right. All right, how about those Eagles, Brandon? 8-0? 8-0, man. I'll take it. Fly Eagles fly. To be honest, be honest were, you a little bit, uh, were you a little bit nervous last night? I know it was a little bit of a close game, closer than you uh, probably were hoping it would be. Yeah. A little closer. We won by 12, but I was worried about Damian Pierce. I mean, he put up 130 yards on us, so it was a short week. Oh, I- I started him last night. There was no chance I wasn't. I, that dude is an animal. Yeah. Got him I'm glad I started him. Yeah. Almost went through with that trade for Miles Sanders, but I decided to uh, – that trade got canceled. So, I know Miles Sanders put up a little more points, but I'm glad we went with DRC. He, uh, he put up quite a few points for me. fly he's on fire i was nervous it was a fun game definitely a fun game last night to watch it was not as close as the score said i agree i think the eagles did dominate that game i think the only reason why that team was uh close in that game was because of pierce 100 percent. yeah if they didn't have pierce and uh i think that uh, it would pretty much have already you know it's it's the NFL, so it's any given Sunday, but Oh yeah, absolutely. Devonta Smith said he doesn't care about my fantasy football points. <laughs> it broke my heart a little. <laughs> uh she's taking that personal. Let's see dog pound. Eagles are surprisingly good this season. Agreed. I don't think anybody really thought they were going to be the only undefeated team, that's for sure. 
He's on fire. Nervous. Yeah, hear me. Yes, sir. Yep. How you doing? You just get off practice or something, man? Yeah, man. I had meetings and stuff. Oh, I got you, man. How's it feel, man? Man. It's a dream, man. It's it's supposed dream. to be happening, so. Yeah, sir. I mean, listen, I graduated. I think we went to UNCP at the same time. I graduated in 2018. So I think you got there in 2000. Oh, uh, yeah, I think you got there in 2017, right? Yeah. You changed yeah, mm-hmm. man. That's it. So when I saw, I saw, I was like, UNC player, UNCP player in the NFL. That's big ups, man. Have you had a? Yeah, I guess the first question would be: is, Have you had that like, I'm in the NFL, like this is real moment yet? Uh, I think kind of. I kind of did like the Browns game a little bit at the beginning. Uh, I was like, dang, like seeing everybody, like, all the fans, and just seeing like the intro, like, everybody was coming out. I was like, dang. Like, <laughs> Like Nick Chubb and seeing yeah. uh, Davion Clowney and stuff down loud there. That's when it kind of hit me then. And that's when I snapped back. Like, all right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's game on, man. It, yeah. yeah, you got, can only get starstruck for so long, and then it's like mm-hmm. time to lay the wood on them. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what it is. I don't know. <clears throat> Are you liking it up in Ohio right now? Are you from, uh, originally yeah. from Lorenberg? You said I'm uh, originally from Lombard? No, I said you're liking it up in Ohio now. Oh, uh, yeah, man. It's, it's nice, man. I'm still a country boy, but... Yeah, you don't have to lie. Yeah. You don't have to lie. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've all been to Ohio before. Yeah, we've been to Ohio. We understand. <laughs> it's, it's nice, man. It's it's a good little city. It, it reminds me a little bit of Charlotte. A little bit. I'm a country boy at heart, man. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. So... Yeah. I mean, you you've I mean, you've been on the team for obviously for a bit now. Is there anyone on the team that you've kind of like grown closest to, uh, that you're like as far as friendships go or anything like that? Oh uh, man, the guys I actually worked out with, um, Raymond Johnson and T. Gray Spells. Mm-hmm. I came in with them, so I played with uh, T. Gray and the U.S. Affairs, so we automatically had a bond there. So um, him and then me and Ray, he's uh, he's from South Carolina. And you know he's not that far away from North Carolina, so we, yeah. we automatically became closer. So really, them guys, man, just been with them, man. And we actually live together too, so oh, that's pretty dope. That's gonna make yeah. the process so much yeah. easier. And like, as soon as yeah. you uh, join the team, there's already people there that are that you're already acquainted with, and you guys have that bond already established. Yeah, it, it helps out a lot, man. Also, uh, some of the vets like DJ Reader, BJ Hill, yeah, they're from North Carolina too, so. Mm-hmm. So you know, they automatically like kind of drew towards me and stuff like that. So yeah, it's definitely uh, comforting knowing having people that you know around uh, the organization. Someone, uh, someone asked, "Have you tried Skyline Chili yet?" Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I tried it. Before, yeah, I tried it. I tried it like two, three times. It was nice. It was good. I mean, back at home, you know, it's just like a, a chili and cheese dog. So here's like yeah, a nah, bunch of shredded cheese. So. Skyline chili's mid, bro. You can say it, bro. Ain't no one going to crucify you for it. <laughs> Ain't no one going to crucify you for saying Skyline mid, bro. 
Look, hold on. He's yeah. in, look, he's <laughs> he's out in Ohio, man. He he's got to play it safe. Look, oh, look, people in Ohio they take that skyline chili to heart. Like they're passionate yeah. about it. As a religion over yeah, there, they, they really, yeah. yeah, they really do, man. So, I mean, that's like cookout with yeah, uh, North Carolina. Great. Yeah, man, I miss it. I can't wait to come on on the bar weekend and just look taste the cookout. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take cookout all day, every day over skyline. Yeah, cookout is <laughs> definitely top tier. Especially in uh, Bojangles as well. Um, so, I mean, this is a pretty common question. You play defensive tackle. You play defense, man. You play angry. You play physical. What's the one quarterback in the NFL that you want to get your hands on? Oh, Brady, of course. Brady, Brady. <laughs> I gotta say, Brady. I got, when I do that, that's, that's going to be a picture on the wall. You know what I'm saying? That's an NFL that's, moment, man. Like, yeah. kid from Lawrenburg. Tackling Tom Brady, growing up watching him win all the Super Bowls, that that is definitely like, man, I made it. <laughs> that's Tom freaking yeah. Brady. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's what hit me there. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so how you say you like in Ohio decently? It's not obviously it's not North Carolina, man. You play you're playing the Panthers this week, man. That's a Carolina Panthers home uh, home team. Who was your favorite team growing up? Like, was it the Panthers? Oh, no, nah, I was more likely like a, a Giants fan growing up, like just a tug, man. That's how I was in my household. Oh, uh, man, a Giants yeah. fan. Let me show you something on my wall here. Look at that, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Look at that, man. I, I like Timmy Jernigan when he was there. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, right. Jernigan was a, was a nasty uh, player too, man. He was a big old DT <clears throat> like yourself, yeah. <clears throat> you got any hobby? I mean, we don't want to just talk about football and like you know the entire questions. Obviously, we have while we have you. You got any other hobbies? You play video games? You, you know what you got? Yeah, man, I'm on the game, man. Uh, when I uh, get down in the vicinity, like you know, we in there from six to five, six to six. So I come on and that play the game for the rest of the day, and I might hang it up for a little bit, watch film. But definitely the game, you, man. That's my getaway. Do you play Call of Duty? Uh, what what do you what do you prefer to play? Uh, Call of Duty. I ain't got the new one yet, but I'm Call of Duty and 2K. No, I ain't two games right now. You gotta get the new Call, Call of Duty. Man. Yeah, the new COD. It's good. I'm scared. I'm scared, man. They say it's not that good, so I ain't I ain't got it yet. Nah. Nah, everybody that says it's not good, man, I, I I don't understand where it's coming from. That new COD is fun. I think it's a, it's a little bit more fast-paced than the older CODs, in my personal opinion. I, th- I, I think it's really enjoyable. The graphics are great. Uh, I, I, I don't see where all the hate's coming from for that game, personally. Yeah, I think that, uh, I think, you know, you, you play Warzone, I'm assuming you say you play COD. You know how you got all the yeah. bunny hoppers and side cancelers, uh, they kind of yeah. got rid of that mechanic, so a lot of, like, the pros and stuff, they're not really liking it because it's basically playing, like, an old COD where you can't sit there, and it's all matters who hits their shot, so it's kind of, like, it's kind of, like, different. So, a lot of people not like Yeah. Someone asked, uh, what's your favorite <laughs> technique, the swim technique or a bull rush? Oh, bull rush, of course. Bull rush. Uh, oh, man, like, I am too. <laughs> yeah, bull rush, man. Bull rush to, uh... Like a uh, my favorite move is the chop first because when you get close to an old lineman, they're gonna automatically put their hands up, so knock your hands down and then convert to a bull rush. That's pretty, 
pretty good move. So how does it feel to be the first player to come from UNCP and actually make it to the NFL? I know there was a couple of uh, players who had some tryouts and they were invited to camps, but you are the first one to make it to the NFL, get a contract and actually start. I mean, how does that feel like? Like, is it like overwhelming or are you just taking it in strides? How is that? Uh, man, honestly, man, like anybody who really knew me, like, uh, you know, who played with me, worked out with me, uh, they knew this kind of band should happen because I signed with the Jets first, you know. I signed with them in uh, my la- my senior after my senior year. Uh, I just had a bunch of injuries that I was dealing with from college. So I was trying to play through that even in the NFL, but, you know, they, they're very, like, they don't really play that. So it was kind of hard. So when they released me, I told my agent that I just wanted to heal up and get back. 100% close as possible. So I basically took took a year off. You know, I did that. Um, you know, people were like thinking I was done with football, but the whole time I really was just hitting and mm. training, just getting ready. I already, you know, I already knew what I was going to do. So it just so happened, um, teams were, I had a lot of answers. I was in contact with a, a lot of teams. So they really was just saying, like, I need a film, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do something to get filmed. So I went to the USFL and to put on some great film, you know, I felt you like you dominated, yeah. man. Dominated. <laughs> great film's an understatement. Great film's <laughs> an understatement. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what's going to do, man. And, uh, I mean, that's going to be a big time, too. I mean, you know you have the talent. Uh, personally, obviously, you know you know yourself. Uh, even coming from, like, a Division two school and UNCP, and then going to UCFL, a lot of those guys were D1 FPS players. Um, when was that moment when the UCL, UCFL uh, where you're like, dude, I'm the man. Ain't no one here. I don't care what level of college they went to. You know, is Dominique Davis time? Like, did you have that man. moment when you clicked or you just dominate from day one? It was like, this is too easy. Man, I'm, I'm just, me, man, I'm just humble, man. I don't think I'm better than nobody. So, like, I always feel like it's something to work on. So I ain't never really had that, like, attitude where I can say I'm the man or anything. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep working and keep working. And, and you know, like, I had a good coach, Ty Warren, was my uh, defensive line coach, 12 years in the NFL, got, like, two, three Super Bowls. So I was, like, a real big impact, you know, coming to Pembroke. I, I really – it was kind of hard being coached because I had, like, two or three defensive line coaches yeah. since I was there. So I was going off potential. But having somebody that's actually been there and see something in you, it really was like him, you know, me trying to live up to his expectations and him telling me slow down, like, man, you good enough, man. It's about you believing in that. Yeah. So basically when I started believing in that and performing, you know, creating good habits, watching film, putting in the extra work, I've been doing that since I was in high school, you know. So yeah. everything I've been doing, I've been doing in high school, since high school. So. I just kept doing it at the bigger stage, and uh, it helped, man. Helped I mean, me right look where you at now, yes. man. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything from, like, when you were playing in high school uh, that you've carried on to the NFL as far as, like, game day routines? Like, it's something you have to do uh, from whether it be, like, right in the morning up until right before game time. Like, is there anything you have? Um, Definitely like film, man, like, I like to, I gotta have a certain point 
where uh, before the game. So, you know, probably like we got a game on Sunday. Uh, so I like to work hard throughout that week and then have a day where I can relax, you know, take my mind away from the football or whatever like that. And then I say like that day before or that morning before the game, look at film, you know, look at the keys and techniques and see what they're going to do. Because whatever a team's going to do, they're going to do on the game. So, yeah, not too much going to change. They're not going to change their whole identity. Yeah. So, I, I've been doing that since high school. And that's really been a big help. That's just like second nature to me doing that. Yeah, I don't think a lot of young players realize uh, how important film is uh, when it comes to just overall uh, prep of the game. Uh, not to talk crap on uh, Mur- Kyler Murray over there at the – the Cardinals, my man, my man had to put no Call of Duty in his contract. So I'm going to oh, let you speak man. on that because I don't want you getting in trouble or nothing. I'll gladly speak nah, on that. Nah. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> oh, man. So I don't know what question I was about to ask, honestly. Like, I made that Kyler Murray comment, and it just completely slipped my mind. But, uh, oh, man. Uh I mean, you're, you're playing the Panthers coming up this uh, upcoming weekend. <clears throat> I know you can't give away too much here, uh, but what is your personal game plan uh, going into that game? Like, how are you <clears throat> planning to, like, dominate and show off and, you know, let everybody know you are that guy? Man, just every rip I get, you know, first coming on, they're going to, you know, you're going to have a limited amount of rips. You know, that's anybody, any rookie, any newcomer to any team. So I, I just want to. I'm not going to be playing like uh, 50, 40, you know, snaps, you know, so I know I'm going in and get a specific amount. So I want to dominate and make a limited amount of mistakes possible. Mistakes going to happen in football, you know, yeah. especially in the field, you're going to lose, you're going to lose some regardless. You're like the best athletes, best players in the world. So I just want to go in there and have high effort. You know, I know what I'm doing. I know the keys, you know, I went through them without – I know my opponent. I went through it the, the whole week watching film on them. So, just just being prepared. Being prepared to make the game a whole lot easier, you know. Just – you know what he's going to do. You know what to expect, you know. So, that I just want to go out there and, and and dominate, man, in every way, you know. Just, yes, just look look out. You know, when people look at film, you know, like, oh, who is that? Who's 72? Yeah. Like he's active, you know. That's that's the number one thing for high effort. Yeah. So I remember my question now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Um, no, you're good. So coming, you know, everyone has that player uh, that they watched, rather as in high school, uh, college, and so forth. As far as they try to model their game, or maybe they try to take uh, a couple of their moves. Uh, who was that player for you um, that you watched growing up that you're like, I kind of want to be like be like him? Um, I can't really say it's a single player because I watch everybody's game. You know, I'm only 6'8". I ain't 6'5", so I ain't watching J.J. Watt all the time. Like, I can't – I ain't going to be able to do all of that like he does. But um, I would definitely say uh, even old school players, uh, I watch Aaron Donald, of course. Got to watch him. You know? Yeah. He's like – I, I see him in person, you know, He's like six foot five eleven and the best defensive player in the game to me, you know, my yeah. opinion. But um, same him and 
And um, man, recently, man, like Jeffrey Simmons, like, I feel like I can like his game and my game just dominant, just yeah. overly powerful. Just you know, everybody can be a technician. I mean, I can you know I can have that to my game, but I got the power to be overly dominant. So. In these upcoming years, you know, God bless me in my career. Like, that's what type of player I want to be, like, yeah. my name around, you know. So, definitely, really into right now. Yeah, you want to be that kind of player where uh, everyone knows the offensive lineman pancake, but uh, you as a defensive yeah. tackle, you want to be pancaking that center and pushing them all the way back yeah. into that quarterback and be like, man, that man's strong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want that so tenacity uh, about you when people are looking at your film. So, if you find so wait, any... oh, you can go ahead. Uh, there's somebody in chat that was asking, "Do you have any like superstitions or anything on game days or anything?" Nah, I don't really have any superstitions. Man, I just, I just make sure I always have to have a point where I relax and I think about football. Because yeah. it, 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 it can get to a point, and I've seen it with other players, where they, they're overly nervous or just think too much about the game and they never back away and just not think about it. They, the breathe, because you, you got to think about it. You're doing the 25-8, you know? You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing I have to do, just step away and not think about it. I might play games for a certain amount of time or just go out somewhere and just relax and man, go eat. So that, would, that would be one thing I have to do always. Gotcha. You definitely need to step away uh, from the game as well because even you've been doing it your whole life. You dominated in high school. You dominated in college, UCFL, NFL. You know, you don't need to overly think about it. It's just on a larger scale in the NFL. Take a step back, play some video games, chill out with some, you know, some friends and whatnot and it's definitely probably good to unwind because being stressed out all the time that's not that's not good for your health but uh it's not good to get them butterflies on game day i mean you you got it out tackling nick chubb and uh company against the browns so coming up against carolina my man i'm, I'm ready yeah. to see your name i'm ready to see dominic davis sack i'm gonna put that work in man we're gonna see what's gonna happen man and that's a local, locally uh, televised game too. So that, that's definitely going to be up on the TV this weekend for sure. Yeah, that's going to be uh, especially cool, you know, probably from your from your family and stuff too, and everyone back in Laurenburg seeing seeing somebody uh, from Scotland High School up on the TV. I know you guys had, I think you guys had uh, Zamir White go through um, through your high school, went to Georgia, um, mm-hmm. but just seeing another uh, small town kid. Up on that TV, man, you got a lot of probably a lot of young kids out there. Like, man, I want to be like Dominique when I grow up, and that's probably you know, yeah. that's gotta be definitely like heartwarming for you. Like, man, I got I got people looking up to me. So, yeah. it, it, it is my I, I never imagined that I'd be in this place too. I mean, I was going through my DMs and stuff, especially now, like just saying, I mean, people and kids, I don't even know, like yeah. across the world, you know, hey man. You motivate me just all like paragraphs and it's just amazing man it's a blessing for real definitely man and you know god's put you in that that spot you put in that that work and you are where you are today man that's that's definitely a blessing i mean you yeah overcoming the injuries and uh working hard and getting back into it and you know setting your mind right and focusing on what you need to do to get back 
and staying humble throughout the whole process is, I mean, I look up to that because, I mean, that's hard for people to do, to stay humble whenever they are able to accomplish stuff like this and being able to put their mind to it. So, I mean, I look up to that also, just like everybody else does. It's not easy, man. Not easy at all. Nah, right. definitely not. So, I mean, here's a random question. Who's the funniest person on the team you uh, so far? <laughs> Who got the jokes? Who got the jokes? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Funniest? Man, the locker room was pretty funny, man. Um, it has to be BJ here. He, he always got something to say to me or bother me every day. <laughs> and practice in the morning, it'll be five, six in the morning, and you just hear be there. Loud <laughs> as ever. Everybody tired, but he's full of energy. He just got something to say. So it'll be, be there, man. He always keep me laughing, man. Always checking on me. So definitely be there. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, next question, because, you know, everyone knows your quarterback, Joey B. Uh, Mr. LSU, could you beat him in a foot race? You think you beating him in a foot race? I don't know, man. I'm pretty fast. Faster than people think. I don't know. I don't... You ran a four eight, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. He, he pretty. He still a, a two B, man. He lighter, so I, I don't know. We have to see. I might ask. Hey, man. I'm not a betting <laughs> man, but I'll put, I'll put twenty on you, bro. I got you. <laughs> right. I'll double gotta, down on that too. Got to show, got to show some faith, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm awesome, man. Tells me all the time. Everyone's yeah, saying, I'm just going uh, through to see if there's any yeah. questions in here. Everyone's saying they love how humble you are, and that's definitely a trait that uh, I mean, we were saying earlier, man. Is you've made it to the NFL, but like to have that, like just because I'm here doesn't mean. The NFL stands for not for long if you're not putting in the work. And uh, just to have that humbleness about you, man, that's something great. Because you could, you know, look at Lorenberg and go, you know what, guys, I made it. Like, where are you guys at? I'm here. But you're not that. You're like, you know what, I'm going to put on for my city. I'm going to put on for my town, uh, for my school. And, uh, you know, it seems like you realize that football is bigger than you. Because um, when, when you go out there every Sunday – even Saturday at UNCP when you played for the USFL, I mean, people will go, that's Dominique Davis. He's from, where is he from? Oh, he's from, he's from Lorenberg. And they're like, where's Lorenberg at? And now those kids are going to get more looks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know where Lorenberg's at because yeah. I went to UNCP. That was right down the road. But, like, yeah. there's not a lot of people who know where Lorenberg, uh, North Carolina is, man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah, definitely. I get that question a lot, man. It's not a plan, man. So people, you know. You know, I I I wasn't that person that got drafted. You know, first, second, third round. Yeah. I try to tell them like it's still a way. You know, that's the glamorous life. You know, that it might be a, a not so easy road you got to take sometimes. You know, if you wanted that bad, and it's just me, I didn't see nothing else in life working out for me. So I, I wanted it that bad. I wanted to play ball at the highest level, not for the money, not for anything else, just because I, I loved it that much, man. Like, you know, I got a real true passion for it, so that's what drove me, man. So, uh, out of your roommates, who's the best 2K player, man? Oh, me. <laughs> oh, me. Yeah, me. You knew oh, that, man, you knew that was going to be the answer. Yeah, me. Right. My, my, my man said I was not about to uh, let them think they're better than me at 2K now. Yeah. <laughs> mm, 
they they uh they Madden players. I'm a, I'm a two K player. I got that a lot. Madden. That's yeah, I, I am. I'm terrible at Madden. I'll take two K all day. I I can actually uh, function in two K, but Madden, I, I get smoked every single time I'm on there. Bro, I can't play two K. Well, I can, but I have to play my player because when I go to the when I go to the park, oh, bro, you don't want me on your team, man. <laughs> man, look, look if you're look if you're not good at two K, just create like a center, and I'm telling you, you'll be able to play. You'll have fun. I, I can't be a point guard. Like anytime I've tried to create like a point guard player. I'm terrible, man. I airball everything, or I, I just can't green a shot. But, you know, I create a center, and I'm balling out. I get in the lab, man. I've been playing since, what, 14? Yeah, I play park out of that, man. I'm a 2K fanatic. I ain't going to lie. What position your player play? Man, I really got too many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I probably got every position, man. That's how much I play uh, my favorite game. Someone asked, uh, who's the best COD player in your apartment? Uh, I would say me, but I haven't been on recently. I've been on 2K, but it'll be my, uh, it'll be my, I mean, T. Gray, T. Gray still, too. He plays this more than I do. T. Gray will. I'd keep that whisper, man. He hears that. He gonna be bragging at, <laughs> yeah, bragging yeah, at practice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he ain't here. I, uh, I'm glad he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, you hear what, you hear what, uh, Dominique said? Like, y'all, get, y'all getting dusted in some war zone, bro. Nah, I can't give him that for the eagle hitters. He gonna put a backpack in your locker, bro, and be like, "This is a uh, this is for me carrying you in some war zone." <laughs> nah, he, he swear he do, man. I'm trying to tell him, man. I just ain't been on in a while. Yeah. Who has the highest KD? It'd probably be the same answer. Yeah. You uh. You miss Papa Bills, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna um, come down for the. Uh, I think the last game comeback's playing. I'm gonna go down there and give you some eat, man. That's really why I can't wait to go home <laughs> that week and go and go eat, man. I ain't really been eating too much up here. When I go home and eat. It's because you're up there in Ohio. Yes. <laughs> you got some Nothing to eat up there, man. man. My man's starving up there. Someone feed this man. <laughs> nah. Yeah, nah. Got to get so bad. Cook out bad and craving it. Yeah, I bet. That's like, I'm originally from uh, California, so like anytime I can go out and get In-N-Out. I don't know if you've ever had In-N-Out Burger. Uh yeah, I went there the first time I went to uh, Cali. That was the first place I went. <laughs> you I got to, man. To. Got to. Yeah. You get an animal style? Uh, fat burger. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, have you explored Cincinnati yet, man? Have you got to kind of walk around? and. Yeah, um, during Turner Camp, man, we was downtown. Uh, I just really uh, went to the hockey game, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the D-line went down there. Cincinnati, uh, uh hurricanes. So yeah, we was down there, man. It, it was lit, man. My first hockey game. You know, <laughs> I, it, it was better than I thought it was gonna be. Like I, I liked it a lot, man. I'm definitely gonna go back. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, I've never been to a hockey game. Uh, it's probably because I suck at ice skating. So like growing up, I was just like, yeah, I can't do that, bro. Like I go with my wife, like to you know, just kind of like a date night or whatever. And every time, I'm always busting my face on the ice, and she's like, "What are you doing?" So she's pretty good at it. So she she's skating circles around me, and I'm sitting there like, 
well, trying to block blades, trying to slice my neck off, like just falling. <laughs> She's making fun of me. People are just all laughing at me. So I was like, ah. <laughs> definitely got to hit up off the game mode though. We're gonna see you on the ice, man. Nah, I ain't gonna do that too much for man. If I can't do it, I ain't, ain't gonna try, man. Yeah, late, late I'll learn one day, though. <laughs> yeah, late, yeah. I, I can't do it right now. <laughs> Have you ever been to Insomnia Cookies uh, in Cincinnati? Honest, I've been to the one in North Carolina. North Carolina? Yeah, is there one in North Carolina? I thought that I thought that was a Cincinnati thing. I was about to say insomnia cookies about the only good thing coming out of Cincinnati food wise, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to give them one. <laughs> well, yes, yes, a, a couple of places, man. I got a, a real good place called Chefinum. It's it's a it's very good. It's expensive, but it is very good though. My wife uh, nice. commented, "You look like a little yeah. girl out there ice skating." No, she said <laughs> you literally took out a little girl ice skating. So now she's oh. calling you out for uh, uh, dropping little <laughs> kids out there. <laughs> so hey, now man. you're getting a, you're on full blast right now, man. Hey, I didn't play. D, I didn't. I don't play D tackle, but uh, get me on the ice, bro. You know it's going down. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna try one day, man. Try. Yeah, you won't see me on the ice. Nope. <laughs> nah. I'll good. be injuring myself and others around me. <laughs> That's how I feel. Good for everybody. Uh, somebody wants to know: Have you ever had La Rosa's Pizza out there in uh, Ohio? Oh, I've never heard of that actually. So I, I've had it once or twice. Uh, I'm not sure what the best. Uh, style of pizza to get but the one that i got was like a uh, chicken bacon ranch style pizza mm-hmm. and it, it was pretty it was pretty decent uh i would take that over like Domino's or anything like that I'm, I'm sure they have better styles of pizza that you can get in different flavors uh but i think i've seen that comment in here about three times now so it might be worth checking out <laughs> okay my girl, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna definitely check that out man and so i need some pizza anyway i might order that tonight that's there you go there you go <laughs> 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 oh, man got himself some dinner <laughs> dinner recommendations appreciate it what's uh what's your favorite meal i mean you mentioned pizza but what's your like go-to meal if you're like man that's like uh, home cooked can't oh home cooked yeah oh my mom made these uh like shrimp nachos and stuff like that like it's real real good uh, so i like that and what's another one she made this real good spaghetti so i can't wait to go home i told her i already <laughs> told her to make it when i get home so yeah so i can't wait to bring that back to Cincinnati. my man every time he said I'm, I'm ready to go home it's about food my man yeah. <laughs> look, yeah, sin- man. look. cincinnati it, man, man. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it, man. That's how we know you play D tackle, man. This man, man, like to eat on the field and off the field. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, got to, got to feed the beast, man. Feed the beast, man. Shrimp nachos sound bomb. It's coming from a uh, 
from the chat here. Somebody is intrigued by that. That does, I'm not a uh, big seafood guy, uh, but I've never heard of shrimp nachos. That does sound intriguing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty good, man. It's, it's not too many of them, but it's like meat, cheese, and like she, sometimes she might put Doritos and stuff like that, or regular tortilla chips, but it's good, man. I ain't gonna lie. Gotta I love try. it. I can't wait to go home and eat it. Can't wait. Someone said, just pretend that PJ Walker is holding your dinner this upcoming <laughs> game. Holding <laughs> my dinner? Yeah, holding your dinner. So, you you know, you get a going after the quarterback, PJ Walker, and he's holding your uh, your mom's shrimp nachos, and you just want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to do that, man. PJ Walker might not want to play this upcoming week. <laughs> yeah, someone, uh, some, someone tell TJ on or PJ on uh, Twitter that uh, he might not want to show up. Put uh, put Baker in, you know. <laughs> uh, now you put Baker in. I mean, that's going to be at least five interceptions right there, man. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Hey. I believe it at that though. Yeah, my, he's had Papa Bills. Uh, yeah, he's had Papa Bills. They keep asking, has he had Papa Bills, Pembroke? Yeah, he's had Papa Bills. Yeah, I ate that. Yeah, majority of the time I was in school, man. Yeah. Got uh, Some of the best food in Pembroke. Probably is the best food in Pembroke. Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> sure. I mean, there's not yeah. much. We got to go all the way out to Lumberton to, <laughs> to go get uh, something good. Yeah, I used to just go home, man. Oh, yeah, you're right down the corner, so. <laughs> yeah, we got this place called Jesse's. So, man, they probably got the best Philly cheese steak I ever had. So, I would go down there and get some Philly cheese steak fries and, and 12 piece wings. My man, making me hungry, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to write this place down. down. <laughs> I'll be a dream about it, man. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Got to do weekend plans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> weekend plans, this man's. This is after the. After the interview plans, my man already said, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get some pizza, <laughs> maybe some wings. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait, man. It'll be a lot, especially when you're using all your energy and stuff to practice. Yeah. Uh, got to man. Got to eat. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, I walk down the stairs and I'm hungry, so I can only imagine after a practice uh, <laughs> on an NFL team. Ooh. You can get rest sometime, but you get used to it. Who's your uh who's your favorite coach on the team that like, you've kind of grown close to that's kinda of like the person you go to talk to when you need to talk? Man, um I would say uh it's like DM's coach. He's real he's he's been uh, his name is Doug. Uh that's kinda of hard, man. Larry and Hobby, I talked to uh, that's my D bar coach. D time coach. So uh it'll be him. Talk to him all the time, you know. I can talk to him about anything. And yeah, I always pick his pick his game, man. Like I come in early every day, like uh, before meetings, and I sit down and just talk, man. talk about football, um, anything, you know. I just always ask him like, who's his best, who the best players you have to coach? Yeah. Like, what were their tendencies? And you know, sometimes we might not talk about football. We just talk about life, you know. So, It'll be him, man. Definitely come rising. It's definitely uh, nice to have a coach you can yeah. definitely talk about life with, especially when you're away from home, away from your mama and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, having someone you can just kind of take that mentor in. We got people yeah. saying we're definitely watching the Bengals-Carolina uh, game this weekend and uh, rooting for 
for Dominic. So you got people rooting Thank for you, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate me trying to put a little show on, you know. <laughs> Get that that shrimp nachos, man. You know what I'm saying. PJ Walker doesn't shrimp nachos. <laughs> try, man. I'm gonna try. You got a sack celebration just in case? Uh, everybody's been asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a lot of things, you know, the things I was doing in the USFL, you can't do it in the NFL because you can get fined. So, I don't know, man. You gotta eat that plate, man. You gotta, you gotta eat. I might, I might do that. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you gave me look. There you, you know, go, man. Thinking about food, y'all, y'all here eating. Alright, yeah, yeah, I might take that one. But I, I like to, I always like to show the um, the tattoos on my elbows because it says damn hard. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's just, just, you know, that's just me. Throw them, throw them up. Everybody see it. Throw them up. Let them know, know who, uh, who you are. Yeah, man, that's mm-hmm. me. My little signature. Someone said they they want to see you hit the gritty after a sack. Is that a is that a possibility I, there? I ain't gonna lie, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't look like a fool on TV. That, I leave that up to the to the receivers, man. I, I can't. I don't know, man. That ain't me. Hey, man, we've already seen your um your teammate uh, Jamar Chase uh, call out Mike Gasecki of the Dolphins and saying this is the worst gritty he's ever seen. <laughs> That was hands down the worst did thing I've ever seen. Uh, did you watch the game, uh, the Eagles and uh, Houston game last night? Nah, I didn't even get a chance to watch it. Oh, man, you didn't uh, see a big old Jason Kelsey hitting the gritty on live television, man. Oh, <laughs> man. I got to go back yeah. and check that out, man. Yeah, nah, big, I didn't know that. Big man hitting the gritty with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> he about 40 years old, too. Hey, man. My man, my man Jason can't. Kelsey hitting the gritty needs to hit the uh, – Retirement home, man. <laughs> funny, man. I can't. I don't know. I can't do it. Me personally, man. Nah, I can't dance. So I definitely can't do it. So yeah, <laughs> I got two left feet. Everyone saw it. Petition. Petition for Taylor to hit the gritty. We're gonna Taylor, go ahead Taylor and delete that comment, now, bro. Taylor, gonna go ahead and delete that comment. That comment, comment did not come gritty, through. Bro. <laughs> Nope, not happening. Come on, man. Can't do that, man. Can't do that one. Taylor, Taylor's six three, about three hundred two. So you know, big man hitting the gritty. I'll fall through this. Like, I'm on, I'm on the (laughs) upper level of this house right now. I do the gritty. I'm falling through into the garage, and it's out. (laughs) I think it's worth it, man. I think it's worth it. (laughs) Hey, look, the people want it, man. Yeah, man, give the people what they want. Look, I look if. If you get a sack this weekend and you hit the gritty, uh, I'll hit the gritty. Ah, uh, see. Look, if you I hit it, I'll hit it. I might, I might take you on the offer, man. See? Look, if, if I, look, if I see you do it, I'll do it and I'll post it on social media everywhere so I can get flamed for it left or right for the rest of my life. All right, cool. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna tell Jason to teach me. <laughs> there you go. T and M to teach me how to do it when I see them tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to look at YouTube videos. You're gonna get firsthand experience, so I think yours is gonna turn out a lot better than mine. This is about to be the widest. This is about to be the widest gritty ever, bro. This is gonna be this is gonna be, this is gonna be the McGriddle, bro. This is like the McDonald's. Here, here today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It can't be worse. Uh, uh, oh, it will be. Trust me. You think so? Oh, I promise. Mine will be ten times worse. I guarantee. It. <laughs> 
Gonna be I'm, I'm gonna apply for a job in the future and that's gonna come up in my background check and i'm gonna get <laughs> they're gonna tell me no <laughs> oh man <laughs> i'm gonna get de- denied for that now it's the power of the gritty man i hope i don't go viral for that that would be terrible <laughs> that'd be the end of my life right there i'll be done i'll never go outside again <laughs> Hey, you never know, man. Get a commercial or something. You never know. Look, nobody wants to pay me to be on a commercial and hit the gritty. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, man. They want the business. They put it. me up there on that commercial. They're going to be like, eh, I ain't going there, man. I can see it, man. Hi, I'm Taylor. And with uh, the booth and try the new McDonald's uh, McGriddle and start hitting the gritty while you're holding it, bro. It can't, bro, it can't be as worse as uh, Russell Wilson's uh, Dangerous sandwich, you know what I'm saying? I think it would be worse, man. I think it would be. We asked uh, last oh. last week on the show, we had uh, someone, one of our friends on, we were asking uh, him what's like more cringy than Russell Wilson. I know you can't talk on it. We were like cargo shorts, do the, you know, the, the where's my hug guy, the – um. What was another one? Um, I don't know. I blocked that uh, segment out of my mind. <laughs> but uh, man, that man, that man, Russell's uh, man, cringy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, you know he's married to Sierra, so he's with an A-list celebrity. We understand yeah. he he got to hold that certain image that he got yeah. over there, but. Uh, it's, it's still Russell, man. He, he definitely, you know, he won the ring. So. Yeah, it's still Russell, That's man. true. That's 100%. Still Russell, man. Still Russell. That's, that's, and I, I, look, I know you're a humble man, so I'll be happy happy for you, man. The fact that, like, just think about that. Small kid is, like, stepping on that field. And you got, like you said, you, you could tackle Tom Brady, and that's, like, every kid's dream growing up, Russell Wilson. I mean, we watched Tom Brady win, like, seven Super Bowls. I know he just lost a ring um, with uh, his whole uh, hurt, man. hurt, hurt man. there, but you know what I'm saying? But uh, man. Just, like, <laughs> 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 I, I, I ain't no pulling no punches, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, so I can say it, he can't, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to speak for it. So, But uh, just the fact growing so, up and seeing Tom Brady, like play, you play with him on Madden and stuff, and the fact you can like sack him now, him and Russell Wilson and stuff, that, that's big time, man. That's something you should be proud of. Take it with, uh, with you for the rest of your life. I mean, December – December eighteenth, uh, Bengals play the Buccaneers. So there, there's the chance this season to uh, to see Tom Brady get sacked. So anything can happen, man. Hey, look at that smile, man. Man, my, my man's yeah, ready to circle he's it on hungry the calendar. for it, man. <laughs> yeah, circle it on the calendar. Everybody, put it on your phone so you get the notification. Yeah. Definitely got to take it one game at a time, though, and obviously got to focus on this Carolina game. Uh, is there one player that you're kind of they, – they lost Christian McCaffrey. I know a lot of Panthers fans and everyone back home in Carolina probably upset about that trade. But uh, is there one player you're like you can't wait to hit or just see and kind of meet in person and uh, kind of interact with? Honestly, man. Uh, um, not really, man. Not really, everybody. You know, I'm just ready to Fair enough. Want to go yeah. out there and win that game, man. That's all that matters, man. Yeah. Getting dubs. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, uh, 
your first start in it uh, or your first game didn't kind of go ahead you guys wanted. Uh, probably left a sour taste in your guys' mouth, especially as a defensive tackle. You're kind of hungry to get out there and be nasty and physical again, and I think you guys have a good chance at that Panthers offensive line. Uh, PJ's a good quarterback, and he's a he's got he's light on his feet. So I mean, you gonna be running a lot chasing him, but uh, I think you guys are gonna have a good shot uh, to get that sack this week because uh, that offensive line is they got some weak points that uh, maybe a bull rush can uh, put them on their butt and uh, get there to that quarterback. Try to swim some man. What do I can do, man? Hey, man. Like you said, it's 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 the NFL any given any given Sunday, so it don't matter who you playing each week. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm glad we ain't no. But that Houston game definitely, you know, he had me it had me nervous sitting there seeing Damian Pierce put up almost 140 yards on a Fletcher Cox and gang, like. Mm. I mean, Javon Hargrave, defensive tackle, three three sacks. So, I mean, we'll take it. Second on the state, man. Second on the state. But that's – uh, so, I mean, this is kind of – he didn't have, a, I guess, a long stint with the Jets, but could you compare, like, the Jets to the Bengals and kind of where your mentality uh, was then and where it is now? Really, um, with the Jets from the little time I did have, I mean – uh, a guy that I kind of got accustomed with, like a lot, well, two of them, uh, Stephen McClendon, you know, I'm a big guy on like learning, so I, um, I don't care. I'm going to ask questions. I, I was taught that early, so that's a lot of things a lot of people share to do. If I need to know something, I'm going to ask you, you know, if I want to pick the bearing. So it'd be John Freeman. So like, them guys kind of took me under their wings and, you know, when I was there, I started learning from them getting in the process of learning, from them learning the game and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it was kind of like um, not as much family-oriented like it is at the Mabels. So, like, everybody, like, it's, it's really like family here, you know. Like, everybody is treated equally, you know. And nobody's above nobody. And it's kind of rare. And the NFL, you know, some people might act like, they bet on the other just off money and things like that or inactive active practice what like not not here. Everybody's showing up to everybody. So I can say that's a, a big difference here. Like, you know. That's definitely uh, they good to have that family atmosphere, um, where it's not just business every time. Are you guys yeah. in Carolina or are you guys uh playing in Cincy this week? Playing in Cincy. Someone said uh is it a home game? We should go get tickets and uh, see him play live. If, I, if you guys were in Carolina, I'd probably be uh, coming down there. Got to get you, gotta get your jersey, man. Got to gotta put that Davis jersey on. So, Shoot man, Mike might be the game. Your brother? Yeah. He, I think he gets back uh, tomorrow in town, so he'll be in Cincinnati. So I know he goes to a couple of games every once in a while, so he might be at that one on Sunday. I'll have to ask him if he is or not. Be pretty cool and be like, hey, <clears throat> make sure you cheering on a cheering on seventy two a little harder. <laughs> yeah, my brother's a he's a split fan. He likes the Seattle Seahawks, and he's been living in Cincinnati for about five years now. And he's a huge Cincinnati Bengals fan, so he goes out to those games every once in a while when he gets a chance, and he's off work. Yeah, man. I'm really 
So, <clears throat> did you? Uh, so you got obviously the you signed with the Bengals. Were there any other teams that like when you were looking to uh, make your NFL kind of go back to your NFL journey that you were that maybe reached out that you were pondering uh, before selecting the Bengals? Uh, yeah, um, there's a couple other teams, uh, but the ones that introduced me to the workout um, with the Bengals and Steelers, Steelers came first. One of the, I think one of the deep topics retired. And my workout with the Bengals has already been planned for like a whole month, actually. So, mm. um, the Bengals are called, I mean, not the Bengals, the Steelers are called like the week before my workout with them. Flew out there, I did great. They're good, man. Performed real good, but they end up needing somebody with more experience. So they end up taking that guy. So probably like um, they called my agent back like two days ago. Like that guy, like left a real good impression on us. Uh, my agent was like, well, I should have got him, you know, he's going to get a sense So still if I told my agent that they were going to, I think, uh, try to intercept me or something like that, mm-hmm. they were going to need to intercept me because I think another tackle had gone down, but I, I don't know really. But those are the two teams and I worked out for the Bengals for like five minutes and they signed me <laughs> right after that. <laughs> That's good. I mean, hey, if you're looking at the records, they're your they're your rival now. I'm pretty sure you're probably happy to be with the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely happy to be here. Yeah, so someone in the chat said, uh, "Good call on the Bengals." Boo Steelers. <laughs> no. No. no, I love it here. Man. I'm glad I came here. Perfect. Yeah, we're hoping that. Uh, sure, sure, you're hoping that you're there for for a long time, uh, putting in that work mm-hmm. and. Uh, who knows? Maybe submitting your submitting your name as one of the Bengals' great uh, defense tackles. Uh, obviously, everyone starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> you know, to anyone watching this, you know, Dominique obviously is a a very good representation of going from a small school. But you know, we had Jerry Rice and Shannon Sharp. There's other there's our Hall of Fame players that have come from smaller programs uh, that have submitted their names into the future Hall of Fame and. Um, <laughs> Obviously, Dominique's trying to be the next one, next uh, Hall of Fame defensive tackle uh, for the Bengals. So, definitely going to be uh, something to, to root for there. And not everyone's journey is different, man. And uh, just remind you that that uh, God's got you, then there's no one that can stop you. So, uh, you keep putting in that work, and uh, there's, I mean, there's no mountain you can't climb. So you're gonna see the you're gonna see the mountaintop, man. You just gotta, you know, keep keep pursuing, keep pushing, and uh, keep bull rushing, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? I appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for having me on, man. Real, real. Thank you. No problem. Make sure, make sure you go eat, man. I know you're hungry. Yeah, I know. I'm a big man. Is there uh, make sure you go eat. What's up? <laughs> What's up? I got that. All right, man. God bless, brother. Appreciate it. Say God bless y'all. All right, All right, guys, that was Dominique Davis, defensive tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, real humble guy. Uh, Taylor, I want to take away experience from uh, me and Dominique. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I mean, he's down to earth, and that that's great to see. I mean, you know, a lot of players are, like he said, some people think they're better than others, and it really shows. And I think him being as humble as he is is 
extremely eye-opening that there's still people like that in the uh, NFL. And I enjoyed talking to him. I thought it was a great experience. Yeah, and uh, we'll go into that Bengals-Carolina game uh, that he will be playing Sunday. Uh, again, if you're looking for him, it's number 72 defensive tackle. So we will be rooting for him. Uh, great kid. Great. Well, he's a man. So great man. Uh, you know, he's 20-something <laughs> years old. So it's like, like, I'm getting to that age where, like, I'm almost 30. So it's like everyone to me that's younger than me is a kid. I'm just used to saying that. But um, so Carolina has a 28th-ranked offense. They're, they score 17 points per game. Uh, who do you got, Carolina, or do you got the Bengals? Are you going with the uh, Bengals? Bengals. All right, yeah, I think, Bengals. I, think, I mean, <laughs> we cannot have him on the show and then go with anything else. Am I right here? Yeah, no, I mean, that, yeah. I think it's kind of you know predicted that we're going with the Bengals. There's no way we could pick the Panthers. Yeah. All right, I'm going. Ba- yeah, Bengals. That's it. All right, guys, that's that's that segment of Carolina versus yep. the Bengals. That's it. Yeah, that's All it. Right. So the next thing we're going to talk about, guys, is the trade deadline. Everyone knows that passed. We had Robert Anderson to the Cardinals, CMC to the Niners, James Robinson to the Jets, Robert Quinn to the Eagles, Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs, Roquan Smith to the Ravens, uh, to name a few. Taylor, what is who was your biggest surprise or who is in the biggest posi- position position to <clears throat> succeed in their new home? Kadarius Tony. I think Kadarius Tony is a Tyreek Hill 2.0. I know we talked about it last week, but I, I think uh, even with the deadline passing, I think that was the biggest trade in my opinion. Uh, I think he's going to absolutely shine uh, with Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. And I think that this, their next game coming up, I think we could see uh, Kadarius Tony getting at least five to 10 touches. I mean, I know 10 a pretty high number, but I think five to 10 touches. Uh, and I think he's going to at least get a TD and he's going to start exploding. And uh, I think that was probably the best uh, destination for him uh, with his uh, style of play. I mean, Patrick Mahomes already knows how to utilize a player just like him. He already did it with uh, Tyree Kill. So I think that was the biggest uh, winner of this uh, trade deadline was Kadarius Toney. Yeah, um, I think Kadarius Toney with Andy Reid and, again, being on that grass field that's going to help with his health. I think that's going to be electric. Uh, they are going to limit some of his touches. They said they're not going to put a full workload on him yet um, just so he can get comfortable with the offense. But I think today's <clears throat> Tony, we're going to see some flashy plays this Sunday. Uh, I think a big name for me, uh, well, funny name, uh, funny trade was Calvin Ridley uh, because the game that he got suspended for was he was betting uh, against the Jaguars and he got traded to the Jaguars, so it's kind of coincidental. But um, – TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings, I think, uh, getting out of Detroit and going to Minnesota. Uh, I think that's a big-time get. They already have, you know, Jay Jetta and Adam Thielen, who's so-so. And they have Irv Smith. Uh, Irv Smith went down with injury. But they also have Dalvin Cook. I think that's a pretty solid team. And adding TJ at tight end, that just makes them even more legit. Obviously, everyone wants to talk about uh, the CMC to the 49ers. Uh, I think you've got firsthand. I think you got firsthand uh, look at that. Unfortunately, so <laughs> being a oh, man, um, come on. <laughs> Look, I'm still wearing the stuff uh, loud and proud underneath. You know, Super Bowl champs. Uh, we got we got destroyed. I, I can't I can't add anything more to that. I mean, CMC threw the ball, ran the ball, and caught the ball. CMC was absolutely dynamic in that uh, game against the Rams. Uh, so I, w- I would agree that that might be the biggest uh, 
trade that was made this year because it was an instant impact on the, his first game, well, second game uh, playing. So yeah, I agree on that. Definitely. Uh, we will agree there. So we'll go on from the trade deadline. Uh, we did extend past the normal time, guys, and we try to keep about an hour, but we had a great interview with Dominique, so we're not going to try to rush through it, but we are going to try to not keep your guys here for 10 years. Uh, so we're going to go into the QBs in trouble. Uh, there's a couple names that we've talked about off the show that we kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, Derek Carr, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, uh, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. Of those three quarterbacks that I just named, uh, which ones do you think uh, this is their probably last year at starting with either with their team uh, or just starting in general? I think with the way that the season has already progressed, I think it might be Mac Jones's last season starting with the Patriots. I think they might go with uh, Zappy. I mean, they've already started Zappy uh, while he was injured. They liked what they saw. They benched him uh, for Zappy in his first game back from a high ankle sprain. I know they decided to start Mac Jones uh, on the following game, but it just that inconsistency of who's our quarterback really just makes me think that after this season, if Mac Jones doesn't really pick it up and start developing a little bit more, that it might be his last season starting for the Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to go with, I think Zach Wilson's out of the Jets um, after the season. I think this is, especially if they can get their hands on a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young kind of player. Um, I think if you draft Will Levis, you're getting the exact same player as Zach Wilson, a a um, average athletic quarterback that can get on the move, but it's going to throw a million interceptions. Uh, so if they can get oh. their hands on Stroud or they can get their hands on Bryce Young or Hendon Hooker, I think the Jets move on. Uh, Justin Fields has played pretty well the past two games, uh, even though he doesn't have a lot of talent around him. Uh, you know, He's got uh, Mooney as his number one receiver. They just got Chase Claypool. I think you hold on to Justin Fields and try to just see what you have in him. But uh, my biggest thing is I think Derek Carr, this is last year starting, at least for the Raiders, I think he moves on. Because uh, how do you have Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs and still suck? I mean, he's got a 58.9 QBR. He's 1,600 yards, nine touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, I mean, that's a Madden team, and he is playing yeah. like Dookie. So, yeah, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. Yeah. I think I, I 100% agree that I, I cannot be confident in saying that it will be his last season starting for the Raiders because I think they should have moved on a couple of years ago. He's been an average at best quarterback. Uh, he hasn't really – he hasn't done anything for that uh, franchise. I mean, there's been no playoff run that's been uh, worthwhile of talking about. There's been no Super Bowl uh, contending team that he's been a part of. I, I just don't see him being the – future quarterback for the Raiders, but it is the Raiders. And for whatever reason, I feel like Derek Carr just has something on somebody in that franchise and they're just not going to let him go. Someone said uh, it's Josh McDaniels. No, I, um, yeah, I agree. I think that Derek Carr's time, I think he needs a fresh start, which you don't normally say when a quarterback just gets the number one wide receiver in football. Um, but I just, I just don't see, Maybe maybe Cardinals and you know Raiders make a trade. Kyler needs a fresh start. Oh man, Derek needs a fresh start. Um, Could you imagine Kyler Murray uh, with Darren. Renfro, Darren Waller, and uh, Adams? I mean, oof. I mean he's already got D Hop and 
and company there. But yeah, true, D Hop's been injured though and suspended, and yeah. so we haven't seen the full potential of that uh, duo there. Someone said uh, Josh McDaniel. So, well, fighting for spots. We we just got done talking about the quarterbacks fighting for spots. Uh, Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. Man, uh, there's been a lot of talk in the sports world the past uh, week. A uh, week and a half saying that uh, some people are saying Zeke is uh, better than Tony, Tony Pollard, and some are saying Tony Pollard's better than Zeke. Who do you got? Who, If you're the Cowboys GM, who are, uh, who do you think you should start? I think Tony Pollard. Uh, I think Zeke's uh, peaked like two years ago. His offensive line that he had during that time is now gone, uh, so he doesn't have the opportunities that he once did. I think Tony Pollard's a, a little bit quicker i think he's able to find the hole a little bit easier uh zeke is not a terrible running back i'm not going to say he's trash or anything like that he's still a serviceable uh running back capable of busting out a 20 yard run every once in a while but averaging four yards so yeah so i mean yeah so i i would i would say pollard i think he's the uh guy you go with uh heading forward but i think Zeke is still going to carry a lot of weight in a trade. So next season, uh, I'm not sure what his contract looks like. I'm not sure if he's a free agent this offseason or not. But <clears throat> if he isn't and they decide to trade him, I think they'll actually be able to get something decent in return for him because he still is serviceable and there's some teams out there that need a running back. I agree. I, I um, Jerry Jones just came out saying that uh, Zeke is their starter and that he's better than Pollard. Uh, Zeke has 109 carries on the year. Pollard has 81, but Pollard has 506 yards. Uh, to Ezekiel Elliott's 443. So even though Zeke's got more yards, Pollard's got uh, more carries. Yep. Pollard's got more uh, more yards and touchdowns and average per yard. But I think that the big issue people have talked about from the Pollard camp is that he can't handle uh, more than 30 uh, plays a game as far as his workload. He gets tired too easy. Um, that's just what I've been hearing. So Zeke, they're saying that's why Zeke is getting the the bulk of bulk of the uh, of the plays. But I think that uh, the only reason why Tony can't handle the thirty plus plays is because he's not playing as much. Um, yeah. So he's not in that thirty to forty play game shape. But I think he'd easily get into that being an NFL player. Um, so I would go up Pollard. I think he's more explosive. I think he sees the the holes better uh, than Ezekiel Elliott. And I think. Elliott de- definitely he's still good, but he definitely benefited from that Hall of Fame offensive line that they had uh, in like the mid two thousands uh, a couple years ago. All right, <clears throat> and our next topic, we're gonna do the MVP race, and then we'll go into the games, and that will be the show. So, who's your MVP candidate right now? We'll make it short. I'm going Jalen Hurts. All right, I'm going Jalen Hurts as well. I think that okay. Is. I'll switch my answer up. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Josh Allen. All right. I'm going Derek Carr. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going uh, Jalen. Not just being a homer as an Eagles fan, but eight and zero is impressive. And uh, his turnaround. He went from uh, 55 completion percentage in his first year. His second year, he went to 61 percent, and this year he's at 66 percent. Um, with the league, league average being at 64%. So he's a little better than the league average, but he's been playing and balling out. Uh, so I think think it's going to be Jalen. You know, you can't, you don't want to agree, but because of the split. But we, we I mean, I, I, I agree, but I don't because I, I want to be right. But I think Jalen Hurts has definitely shown huge improvement and he's it, like wildly 
uh, important to that team's success this year. Uh, I know it's like an all-around improvement from everyone, but I think he's the head of the table on that one as to why everybody else is playing so good. It's because he really did a 360, and he's a whole new player this year. Someone said Nick Chubb. It's just a quarterback uh, award. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a uh, that's Alfredo. He's a uh, huge Browns fan, so I I can't imagine he would say anybody that's not on a on Jacoby, the Browns team. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's get into these games then. Uh, we have a bet, guys. If you don't know, we have a running bet at the end of the season. Whoever uh, picks the least amount of games right has to buy their college team rival gear and wear it on an episode uh so with him that'd be texas for me it's georgia so that's the bet right now who's in the lead before we get into these games brandon what i can't hear you what'd you say (sighs) brandon okay i heard you the first time i just wanted to hear it again all right (laughs) are you ready no (laughs) yeah go for it all right Chargers versus the falcons I'm going Chargers. All right. I am. I'm going Falcons. I'll take Really? Yeah. I'm going to go Falcons. Okay. Um, Dolphins, Bears. I'm going Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins as well. Uh, we both picked the Bengals, so you can put that in there. And we have the Packers versus the Lions. Uh, that's a tough one because they both suck this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Packers. I think they, even though they've been sucking a lot, I think they still have an edge over the Lions. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with the Lions. I think they get their second win. I think that it would be fitting to get it against uh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers this year. It'd be great. Uh, Then we have the Raiders versus the Jaguars. I've got the Jaguars. All right, I do. I have, that's a bad game. Who the heck wants to watch yeah. that? Um, just give them bye weeks and call it a day. Um, <laughs> you yeah. know Raider Nation runs deep, man. Yeah, deep into the crack house. Um, I'm going to go Jags, I guess. We have the Colts versus the Patriots. Colts, you know my deal with that. <laughs> I'm gonna go Colts as well. Uh, I just don't believe in Mac Jones uh, in the Patriots this year. My man was given one more warning. <laughs> My dad, I'll kick you out the house if you don't pick the Colts. Um, yep. Then we got the Bills versus the Jets. I got Bills. I'm going uh, Bills as well. I think the Jets have been exposed. Um, the Vikings versus the Commanders. Vikings. I'm going. They just Vikings. got an. Yeah. They just got a nasty tight end. Come on now. Going Vikings as well. Uh, Then we have the Seahawks versus the Cardinals. I'm going to go Seahawks. They're they're playing some really good football, and they're proving me wrong from the beginning of this year. Uh, I'm going to go Seahawks as well. I think Geno Smith is in the MVP race, Uh, whether people want to believe it or not. I I don't know if he'll win it, but he definitely should be a consideration. Yep. Then we have the Rams versus the Buccaneers. Rams. All right. No bias. <laughs> no bias. Just you know. Uh, I'm gonna go Rams as well. I think Tom Brady and the Bucks have struggled this year. Uh, we have the Titans versus the Chiefs. 
Chiefs. Yes, sir. I'm also going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, then we have the Ravens versus the Saints. Uh, Ravens. Ravens. I think Roquan Smith and the Ravens will uh, pretty, win, pretty much win this game, uh, which is good for the Eagles because the Eagles hold the Saints first round pick. So. <laughs> the, more the, Vikings, the more the Vikings lose, the more the more I win. So, yeah. All right, guys, so that Saints. is all the games. Uh, thank you guys for coming out uh, again. This is the booth with Taylor and Brandon. Follow us on Spotify, and if you haven't already, hit the subscription button. Put the bell notification on. We go live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and hopefully we can get some more cool guests on. Uh, we'd like to say thank you to uh, Dominique Davis uh, of the Bengals, and thank you for your time. Uh, it was great getting to know you, and uh, we're rooting, We're all rooting for you. Taylor, any uh, last words? I'm not uh, kidding you, but <laughs> any last words? <laughs> any last words before you go night-night? Nah, I think it was awesome of him to agree to come on the show. I uh, just want to give him big thanks. I hope uh, everybody that watched and everybody that does watch this after we uh, go off the air, I hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, and everybody's able to get a nice little sneak peek of what it's like to be an NFL player and what comes with it. And I think it was uh, extremely awesome that he agreed to do that. Yeah. So, uh, again, thank you, Dominique. And go Bengals this week. Uh, thank you guys for coming in the show. Five viewers were holding it down. Um, and, again, if maybe you're working out, maybe if you're like, oh, man, I can't find it on YouTube. By the way, guys, it is not under the video section on YouTube. It's under the live section. So don't go to videos. Go to our YouTube and click live. That's where all our previous videos are at. So I've had a couple people reach out saying they're confused. They don't see anything. It's under the live tab. Uh, if you want to take us on the go, make sure, again, you listen to us on Spotify. Every episode is uploaded right after the show is done. So if you're like, oh, maybe I'll watch it. I didn't get to watch it live, but I'll listen to it on my way home to work or on my way to work, make sure you do that. Ask Dominique what charity he wants us to donate to. Well, he's already off the show, so there's a little... We can send him a DM. Yeah. But, uh, all right, guys. Thank you guys for watching again. And uh, this is The Booth with Taylor and Brittany.